the mysterious, intuitive, alive, fertile, void space where all of life sprouts from. This is where I invite you into to curiously explore and play and re-meet yourself. Welcome, beautiful you, to Girl and Her Moon, the podcast. My name is Jordan and I invite you to join us as we connect, share our experience and become one for a moment. From topics like self-worth, creativity, expression, intuition and soul, to astrology, numerology, tarot, energetics and more. And then the topics that are undefinable and ungraspable. Exploring what it means to be alive, to be rooted in both our divinity and humanness, and returning to the space where they are one. Thank you for being on this journey with us. Hello beautiful you. It is my Friday and so I am extending a happy Friday to you for whenever you're listening to this. I wanted to come in here, connect with you and talk about spaciousness. The Void-like emptiness from where all things are born and bloom from. And hopefully I will explore it in a way that is really grounded and approachable from a day-to-day perspective that is one that I've really been playing with these last few weeks. But before we do so, I just really want to kind of step into this beautiful little energy of of this episode together. I want to share some of the goodness that I'm feeling right now with you, the brightness, the sweetness, the slowness, but but in the best way, slowness. (laughs) And so I invite you to pause just for a moment. Take a deep inhale Maybe picturing some of your favorite flowers coming into your body as you breathe in. And as you exhale, I want you to see your hands on the earth in your absolute favorite place in the world. As if your exhale is feeding into the earth, nourishing her. And maybe just letting your mind bring you images of some of the most beautiful things in your life right now. Now I feel like we've arrived. (laughs) So I've been thinking these past few months about the way that when I was a child I would make wishes. You know, when we would see a dandelion, pick it up, blow it and make a wish or we'd blow out our candles. I think there are a million other occasions that, you know, when we're children, we make these wishes. Or I've been thinking about how it would feel to return to the wild dreaming and the deeply rooted believing that many of our childhood had. Childhoods, excuse me. Or how it would feel to have such lightness attached to our dreams and our desires as we did when we were children. 
I've witnessed in myself and in so many others around me the glorious moment where our eyes are lit up and we're almost glowing with this life force as we're speaking about this exciting dream, possibility or desire. But then no more than seconds later, the lightness turns into heaviness. The what if, the excitement of potential turns into disappointment that for some reason it could just never be. Those stories that we create, those previous experiences or disappointments we bring into each and every new step we desire to take forward. I I wasn't planning on going in this direction, but there's something kind of calling my name and so we will go there, we'll see what happens and I'm sorry if it makes no sense. But I wonder if you're familiar with the energy practice called exploding pictures. Um, it's probably called many other things, but that's how I've been introduced to it and that's how I know it. It's a beautiful practice to tune into the things that you're kind of holding on to. And it's also a really beautiful way to begin to bring awareness to the energy field or the aura if that's something that's new to you. So in the way that I know it, it's based on the idea that we hold on to events and experiences, whether we label them as positive or negative. As we hold on to them, they're held in the aura, frozen in time as if turned into these pictures. Or in, sometimes I actually see them more like energy balls, but you know the idea is that they're frozen, frozen in times and they're pictures. Um, but the way that they will the way that you sense into them will be be different for for anyone as they're held in the aura our energy is feeding into them therefore there's less of our own energy feeding into ourselves less of our life force available for us available for our creativity our ideas our capacity to be present our capacity to interact with life and so much more and if you've seen images or perhaps you've intuitively explored the toroidal field, you'll see how easily energy naturally flows within and around us. And that will give you an idea of how when our aura is healthy, each experience that we have is processed and moved through the energy body in quite a quick and easily flowing way. And it's always changing and moving and growing and pulsing. The idea of these pictures is, you know, it can be simple as an idea that you you have an idea of what you want to eat for lunch. This picture pops up in your aura. And then as you decide, yep, I'm good, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm going to eat, and your mind moves to something else or perhaps you kind of return to your present moment, that picture is processed and let go and it's free from your energy field. The knowing of what you want to eat for lunch is integrated. You don't just forget it. But your energy isn't tied up in that thought anymore. It's not taking up any space. And I think the best way to explain this is to reference which uh, an experience which you've probably met many times 
where you experience something in your life, you move away from it, you know, time moves on, you move on, but it's so difficult to take your attention away from what has happened, whether that experience actually happened 10 minutes ago, a few months ago, or five years ago. Your mind keeps returning there and it feels as it feels as if you're constantly reliving that experience. Things in our life trigger it and take you back there. It's as if part of you is stuck in that moment, reliving an old chapter of your life. And this can be the case with both wanted and unwanted experiences. There are some chapters of our lives that we idolize, we don't want to let go of, and we seem to always reference it in comparison to the now. And then there are some experiences that we're holding on to because we don't want to visit it. We're holding on to it because we don't want to be present with it. And so instead of these frozen pictures disappearing from our energy field and integrating as wisdom as they're designed to, they instead stay in our aura, taking up space, taking up our energy. And to my point of allowing this childlike wish making, when we're holding on to these experiences in our field, they become present in and almost unwantedly stick themselves in each decision that we make moving forward. Those moments where we dare to dream a little bit, where we have an idea that feels so good, so enticing, so freeing and exciting, but then a part of us is reminded of another time that feels like a sort of evidence as to why we can't allow ourselves to dream this big or why this particular step would be a failure or why we don't deserve it. All of those things that seem to almost rob us of our trust in making a wish or taking a step. The freedom to be fully present with who we are now and where we're being guided to go, can't fully happen when we have old chapters, experiences, and events sitting in our fields and narrating our story. I hope that that all tied together, but I'm not mentioning this practice as a magic bullet or one-time fix to let go of experiences or pain or whatever it may be, Um, but I think I'm bringing up this practice to give what I believe is a really helpful visual and some context to one of the many layers that comes into the process of dreaming, desires, and trusting ourselves and life. I believe there are guided meditations online that help you explode um, those pictures, which is what I've come to know this process as. So if you just Google some guided meditations on exploding pictures, I'm sure you'll find some cool stuff. But what I, what I really wanted to talk about and what actually comes into my creations and expressions, even when I have no intention of it, is freedom. Freedom to be ourselves. Freedom 
to change, freedom to walk our own path regardless of if it looks like anything, anything like anyone else's, freedom to be guided by that gorgeous inner thread that ushers us forward. A big part of that is the freedom to be who we are now in each unique moment. It's almost like this is re-meeting ourselves in every now moment because when we allow ourselves, we change and evolve and become all the time. And I often look to the moon and nature as a reference point for this re-meeting of self in each moment. The moon with how she empties herself so fully that she becomes nothing, which is where we meet a new moon. And how from that nothingness, from that void space, from that emptiness, she creates herself new. There is no attachment to who she was in her last cycle that's not present anymore. She's emptied herself since then and all that exists is the now. There's no holding on to the moment where she was full. There's no favoritism of full over empty or of some of the stages in between. You know, nothing in nature remains the same. Not the moon as she waxes and wanes or the earth through her seasons. Not the waves as they continuously move in and out. And not you, not me, not any of us as we age, as we mature, as we move through what can feel like hundreds of lifetimes in one. I feel like I've lived so many, so many different lives in this one. I've been so many different Jordans and I'm sure you have been so many different chapters, chapters, excuse me and versions of yourself in this one lifetime. We are cyclical beings, and it is our nature to shift, to evolve, transform, shed, release, bloom, and become over and over and over again. But that transformation can only come with presence. With presence with both ourselves and the moment. And that re-beginning can only happen from an ending, from emptiness. It's the concept of a rebirth. We cannot be born until we first die. But speaking in general and broad terms, we as humans fill, overfill, almost stuff every single moment of our lives. We don't allow ourselves to experience the emptiness that the new moon so effortlessly embodies or the darkness that winter brings. There's no spaciousness in our experience. Even if we're physically doing nothing, energetically and mentally, we're doing a million things. Or we, are, we, we take ourselves out of our bodies, immersing ourselves in distraction. We fill every moment with action, with to-dos, with what we label as productivity. Often, 
even the act of self-care can be this same overstuffing in an attempt to avoid, just with a sticker on it labelled self-care. And I believe, and you know, I, I will only ever express from my own experience, and you already know this by now if you've come into any sort of contact with me or listen to any of these episodes, but my truth does not need to be your truth. So always take everything through your own filters. But I believe that part of this constant need to fill every moment of our lives is an avoidance of sinking into that unknown, that stillness, that emptiness. Partly because it's within that emptiness that we are witness to the overfulness in our energy field, like those pictures or experiences that we are, are either overdue to let go of or perhaps not ready to let go of, and either is okay. But also because that emptiness represents the unknown. It's mystery. Something that so many of us are deeply uncomfortable with, I believe, out of a lack of trust that turns into a desire to control our experience. Because we know that we can't control the unknown. We can't know what will emerge once we're empty. And that's the magic of it. That's the richness. It's this intimate, intuitive, mysterious emptiness that can't be planned, grasped or controlled. And so when I talk about freedom, I also mean freedom from our last seasons, from our last cycles, from who we once were, from our past, and to put into reference to what we were speaking about earlier. Freedom from the pictures in our energy fields that drain us and that pop themselves into any new decision that we want to make. Freedom to return to the childlike knowing that anything is possible without old stories telling us otherwise. Freedom in the knowing that we are without any doubt in the world capable and worthy of our wishes to come true. Freedom to curiously play with wishes when we see a dandelion or blow out birthday candles or see a lucky number, whatever it might be. But we need to have that spaciousness first. And so I invite you to bring emptiness into your days, even if they're small pockets throughout the day. You know, I absolutely adore routines, habits, and structures that can hold me. I would be a mess without them, which I think most of us would. But there is also this need, this deep inner need for enough emptiness to be felt, for the present moment to speak to us, for the earth to be heard, for our souls to be present, you know, whatever it is, whether it's an hour before bed, an hour in the morning, whatever it may be, or whenever you find yourself reaching for your phone or anything else that provides this distraction from spaciousness, 
whenever you are present with that, maybe instead sink into the unknown. Let that moment feel spacious, you know, like extend it to last longer. Witness if you feel uncomfortable, not having anything planned to do, or not knowing what action to specifically take. Witness if you want to reach for something to occupy your mind, or to give you a sense of value that we are taught comes with being productive. Magic happens when we sink into that unknown, and when we do, We often find ourselves intuitively and richly guided in a particular direction. These are the moments in my life that so much beauty is found, that incredible deep healing is found, healing that I couldn't plan or grasp. I think there are so many tools and practices that are so needed, you know, in our spiritual, emotional and physical health, but we often rush into the doing of them that we can't actually hear what our present moment wants to offer us. I truly believe that each moment wants to offer us something new. You know, in that surrendered empty state, maybe we're guided to explore a new corner of ourselves, or maybe a new perspective comes through. Maybe we're guided to a practice that is completely new and made up yet so perfect, or maybe we're guided to something that we've done a million times, but this time it holds a different tone to it. It holds this new depth. Maybe we're guided to cry or dance or laugh when it's what the empty yet so alive, fertile moment is guiding us into. It's so much richer than skipping past that presence into the doing. It's also here in these pockets of spaciousness that there is enough room and life force for those pictures in our field to be healed, to be let go of, to be nurtured and also to be integrated as new wisdom so that we may arrive in this up-to-date version of ourselves fully present with who we are now, re-meeting who we've become in curiosity and love and joy. It's a devotion to the moment, free from the moment before, free from our past chapters and seasons, free from the next thing we need to do in an hour or two. Just a full devotion to the moment, what the moment has to offer us and what we can offer it. The mysterious, intuitive, alive, fertile, void space where all of life sprouts from. This is where I invite you into to curiously explore and play and re-meet yourself.
So as always, thank you so much for being here and for being a part of my and our journey as a brand. I don't think I will ever be able to express the gratitude that I hold so deeply in my heart for you or our community over these past few years of the visions that I hold for this podcast is for it to be like this walking, alive, free and voiced uh, like diaries of, of my inner world. And it is such a gift that I get to share my inner world and my many explorations of what it means to be alive, all of my ponderings and my thoughts. It is the greatest gift in the world to get to share all of that with you and to connect coming from that level, coming from that depth, coming from that realness and that humanness. I absolutely adore you. I hope you have a beautiful day, week, month ahead. And as always, if you desire to connect some more, come and join us on Instagram, on Facebook, in our membership, or of course with a personal astrology or tarot reading and immersion. Enjoy your time playing in the mysterious, magical, empty space. Bye.